Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. From tactical analysis to player updates. We've got you covered on all the latest news on Las Aguilas. Now, let's start the show. This is the Eagle Eye Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today is going to be a little bit different. We're here to talk all things Club America in English, but we're going to shift our focus to the Lady Aguilas as they've reached a third consecutive final in what is, well, I just got to say, an impressive tenure under Ria Campa. And then, of course, joining me today to talk all things Lady Aguilas is our very own expert, the man that's keeping up to date with everything that literally happens in Guapa with the ladies is none other than AJ himself. AJ, how are you, my man? Um, doing good, Ivan. Thank you. Um, been quite some time since I last recorded a podcast episode, and what a better time for me to come back on the podcast to talk about um Latte Aguila. So really excited to talk about everything about the um, upcoming final against Tigres. Definitely. And we haven't done the ladies justice in a while now. I know we haven't had a scent, like a specifically focused podcast on the ladies, which I do apologize. It's just life gets hectic sometimes and trying to do two shows and one week sometimes gets a little bit difficult. So, um, yeah, we I do apologize because I know we, we at one point we were very much kind of like week in, week out with the ladies. Um, but look, we're here to talk uh, and, and give them the praises because I think. We have not done them justice. Obviously, um, whenever they did go and win the final last season, uh, I, I, we spoke briefly about it as well. So I, I feel like it's just do justice to be able to give them their hour or so to kind of talk and praise them for the extensive work that they've done for the past three seasons up to this point and talk about a potential, you know, a potential title on the line as well. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. All righty then. Well, uh, let's get into it, right? I mean, last we spoke about the ladies, uh, we, we, you know, uh, like I mentioned, we spoke in regards to the fact that they had just one title, right? The second title in Club America's history. That coming from an impressive season. I mean, just absolutely impressive. If you go back, you look at the numbers, the points that they put on the board, I just absolutely tore it apart with a very good squad. And AJ, I think it's fair enough to say that team possibly might have gotten better this season. Um, yeah, no, despite us, like, you know, not making as many signs. I mean, with the sign of the players like Destiny Manso, um, Kerry Hamrawi, who recently brought from Europe, you know, just players like that, like, you know, it doesn't seem like that much of a difference. I'll also mention that but it seems as a whole, just the players in this team just gotten better from last season. It's mostly the same squad which is something really good, you know, usually when you win a championship, some teams usually like to break, like, the team apart, either, like, by, like, letting go, like, four, five, six, like, important key players, but for Villacampa, he just like, kept the same players, really didn't make too many changes along the way, only really made three signings from the offseason, and it's proving to be really good for the team, you know, it's the same players, they all know one another, it's, like, got the same tactics and making, they maybe got better on the scoring end of things, you know, from this season, you know, they scored 65 goals, that's the all-time record for America Femini for most goals scored in a in the regular 
campaign, which is really impressive coming from this side. Just everyone just doing a really good job and serving as a team, under, knowing our strengths and weaknesses and improving on the weaknesses at, um, as, as the season went on. And here we are now in Ligia, just, you know, pushing our way to, um, into the final right now, just being Pachuca 9-2. And um, in the first and the quarterfinal, then we beat in Chivas once more again for the fifth for the fifth time in the team's history, like in Ligias. And now here we are in another final. And this time we'll be playing against a familiar opponent in Tigres. Yeah, no, and, and kind of to highlight a little bit of what you just mentioned, it's just absolutely impressive the numbers that they put on the board. You mentioned it, that 65 goals is crazy i mean you look at that stat and 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 you look back some of these games i remember right the 6-0 that we had early on in the season um who was that against uh it was against santos against santos right it's very impressive 6-0 and i mean i don't even have to take you that far out i mean just the 6-1 performance that we had away at uh uh what was it pachuca mm-hmm. i i mean 6-0 actually it, it absolutely it just impressive uh so this team has goals right and and it's written all over them it, it seems to be kind of the dna of this side uh you just can never really write them out you kind of feel like they're gonna get on the board which i assume is kind of a difficulty for any team coming up against them thinking well yeah it, we're gonna have to find a way to outscore them but you look at uh, at the team at the roster and they just have a disposal of so much talent so much attacking threat i mean you're talking about Kati, you're talking about Kiana, who just has found an incredible form. Absolutely amazing. And I'll tell you a story that just uh, pops into my head right now that we're talking about Kiana. So when we, when uh, I hosted that little uh, Liga Mekis community match, uh, obviously Jim Munoz came and played with us. And I spoke to her for a minute and, and you know, she had just, was, we were talking about her and how she left and she was missing about playing with the team, but that she was happy that Kiana because obviously they're very good friends that Kiana was going to be playing at America. And she said that she's a true nine, like, like she's a true goal scorer. And she was very excited to see what she was capable of doing. Obviously Kiana didn't do so great. So hot at the beginning mm-hmm. of, of her America career, but now she's catapulted and it's crazy. And I sit back and, and I think about that conversation I had with Jen and how she said, yeah, Kiana is the real deal. She's going to go and she's going to score goals for this America side. And she has absolutely torn apart. And she is, I would dare to say, next to Kati, the talisman of this squad. Would you agree? Yeah, no, 100%. Um, just, she's just grown as a player ever since the first time at Mexico, you know, just coming from, from Spain now to Mexico, you know, it's her first time playing in this league, you know, she's got to maybe just get herself accustomed to, you know, just like uh, Mexico, just how the way the team, um, is oriented their play style, how each team plays against one. You know, it's going to usually take some time for a player like her, you know, just get herself accustomed to how it is from two different leagues, you know, from Spain and Mexico now. You know, it's an, um, in Mexico, Liga Mexico, it's an up and coming league. So, the time, you know, it's her first time. She's, you know, just getting minutes, um, match, um, day in, day out, you know, just getting herself, you know, accustomed with this, with this new team. At first, I remember, like she wasn't like as you mentioned doing like the greatest she wasn't in the hottest of forms 
and recently so it really took her some time to find her form. I remember there was even a point in time, I think maybe like in her third season, like someone was mentioning a room that she might be out on her way to America. And I was even one of those was like, I feel like it was maybe best for her to, you know, maybe find herself another team. And then now seasons go on and look, she's just scoring goals left and right. I look at myself like mirror like in the clown. I'm like, how dare I say that? I apologize <laughs> for that. Yeah. But just no, really well how yeah, I just did uh like point eighty just now she's like she's the captain on this team. She's scoring goals left and right for this team. She's assisting her teammates. She's doing everything that she possibly can to involve herself in the team play when it comes to scoring goals. She's becoming herself a true leader for this team. That's the player that everyone looks at when it when we need to score a goal, we're looking right and, and asking like to get the job done. Like I can definitely get the job done as we can see. Scoring that that crucial goal that started that remontada against Chivas in the second leg. That was like the goal we really needed from her. And then that's how it just carried all that momentum to the very end of the match. But yeah, just got with um Kena Palacios and Kathy Martinez. Like right now, those two unstoppable duo for this America Feminista and in the league when it comes to scoring goals. You know what the interesting thing is? They have two, they have parallels in their stories, right? Both Kiana and Kathy not finding the best of forms at the beginning of their America's career. And now you look at them and you think they're undisputable starters. They are a must in this Via Campa side. And oddly enough, work well with each other, even though in a system that you would think wouldn't fit them both ideally, yet it, it works, right? Because you also have to add Ali, Ali Gol into this as well, Alison Gonzalez. And, and you think, how do you find that balance, right? And I think that was always a question when we signed these players and thinking, how are we always going to make them a cohesive side? I have to give it to Biancampa. He has done an amazing job to be able to utilize these players and get the best out of all of them. I'm not just talking about the front three that is scoring goals for fun, uh, but you're looking at players that are coming in and, and just absolutely tearing it apart. Um, so, again, it's been phenomenal and it's great to see. Um, and like I said, kudos, shout out to what they've merited to this point, um, which gives up that even more illusion that we can have a Bika Cuyonato on the way. So I think uh, that's important to say. Um, but AJ, just kind of give me a, a sum up of what this season has been for America. You know, it, it's, it's a season where we're the champions, so we're kind of defending our title. And I think... The ladies have done a good job so far. I'm looking at it. No draws whatsoever this season, which is peculiar. You don't really see that often. Uh, 14 wins, only three losses. You know, give me a sum up of, of, of what this season has been for America and, and Feminine. And if you had to give a grade, what would you give it up to this point so far? Um, I'd give them a thought. I would say, you know, in a minus, just overall for, you know, being the champions of the league, they're now here to defend their titles. You expect from this team, like you got now seeing that performance, if not maybe even exceed the expectation from what you did from last and you definitely did. You know, they broke the record and score and for their club for scoring the most goals in a single season, which is 65 goals, which is really impressive for this team. They, you know, outscore a lot of their opponents almost by like a two goal difference, a three goal difference on average, which is like, you know, you expect America Femini, you know, you just score um, a goal each game. And in every single game this season, they have not, there's never been a game where, you know, I mentioned there's zero draws. And in none of those games where it, uh, we were only at zero goals, like, like zero, zero games. No, this team is always going to, was guaranteed to score at least one, two, maybe even three goals in each game. 
the players themselves as a whole as even improved, even trying out and play them like in different positions and under like the uncommons like different formations. You know, we've gone from like you know a four three three or four four two, a four um a four two two two, and just all these players. You know, we're trying out these different formations and putting in players in these different positions to see you know how can they perform and they've gone accustomed to it. You know, they don't maybe look so weak when they're playing under in the different formation or different play style, they just seem to play, you know, their regular game or if not even better. And well, what Villacop has done with this team was is a really impressive job, how he was able to keep maintain these same players, add in a couple of new just to the squad and improve them even better under his under his play style. You know, he understands that he looks at how other teams play and he'll make adjustments so then it exposes weaknesses on the other teams. He does a really good job at that. And he also is getting his substitutes correct. You know, if maybe one player isn't doing it right, he's not going to wait until the eighth or fifth minute to make that sub. He's going to make that sub by the half and he wants to see the he wants to see the change and improvement done to the squad immediately. Um, from from the very first game all the way to the very end, they did a really good job. But you know, they had some of the losses you no know, against the heel teams, which is like really the big test, like the big um exams for America each season. You know, it's like all right, you beat every other team. Now let's see how you can do against the Ayadas. And Tigas. But Tigas unfortunately lost the room, but that's because America Film just gave, you know, Tigas too much space. We, we are known throughout the regular season that at times, like, even though we can maintain like a big lead or like a goal lead, but then we always just seem to leave ourselves exposed in the back line or we just give off a really poor pass that ends up being a counterattack to the Tigas. then got America on that front end which did expose us at least if he didn't come to me it's like we had this game but then you know we had to let us we understand that we'll improve next time again then get to the ask well i want to say it really it was an excuse for us because we were missing some of the key players you know it's still against one of the toughest teams in this league you got to give it out with your all even with the players with the players that we have in this squad we're still capable of getting a result against the ask unfortunately we were not able to secure our first win against them, which we've never have in our team's history, we lost to one, which you know it's something expected. It's one of the um they get against the ads. They're really they're a really solid squad. We did try our very best despite us missing some players, which you can look at as a positive at the end as well, where it's like by us not having some of our key players, we were still able to at least get a goal on them. You know, we didn't get blown out the war, you know, three zero or one or whatever the case that may be. But it's really a praise of good that I see, you know, we still fought to the very end. And then when it comes to Ligia, um, yeah, when you're looking at it, we were able to beat Pachuca 9-2, which is, the, if I'm correct, that's the record for the most goals scored in a playoff series in Liga Mekis Femenil. Um, we were able to beat our, our rival Chivas once again. That's the fifth time in this club's history, especially in Ligia, which is really good. Despite it being 2-2 in the first game, you got to also remember it was away, which is a good result for our America as well. But you're not even able to win, but the fact you're able to draw away from home, that's good. You just have to finish the job at home. Despite us struggling for the good, like, 65 minutes, it was at the very end where, you know, Via Campa made some of these changes. Then America started going more on, on the press, on the high attack, and then they were able to then rest those that ultimately um, book their tickets to the final. So I feel like me giving this team a grade of uh, A minus is solid all in all. Just the only reason I would put it A minus just we just weren't able to be there. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, then team did a good job and being able to you know beat all their opponents, score plenty of goals, and just being able to learn 
from their mistakes from from these Regia games. I agree with you in the sense that it, it's been a good solid season. Um, looking back at what you were mentioning, it's funny enough that <laughs> out of all the games that we draw, it's in the semifinal, right? Against Chivas. And, and that leg truly, you get to see the best of both worlds of, of America. You get to see the, what they can do on, on the attacking premise. Uh, but you also see the liabilities that they tend to have sometimes mm-hmm. in, in defensive side of things. I think even in, in the goal that we can see at the Azteca, that set piece kind of, you know, it mm-hmm. really throws off uh, throws off the team. But, but I think I think the goal was needed. I, I think we needed to get that sucker punch at the Azteca and, and really wake up the ladies to kind of, okay, we got to produce something now. We're against the clock, 20 minutes left. Let's make something happen. Um, which they did. And, and, and it showcased. I, I, you saw right there, it took them minutes to respond. And just absolutely amazing. And, and those games against Chivas, though, they always have, uh, they always have something memorable in each game, right? I, I remember always going to the Estadio de Chivas, uh, Corona at the time, right? And then the ladies, and sometimes we weren't the favorites, but yet we still came out with results. I remember the Jen Munoz goal. Um, I remember Evo Gonzalez scored there a couple of times mm-hmm. as well. Um, obviously, the 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 goal recently, the one that uh, Ali Gol scored, which I thought was a pretty funny mistake that you know, yeah. and, and through the legs of of, of Blanca, and and when uh, when when Ali Gol scored that one, and and she just nutmegged um, uh, Blanca, I was uh, remembering the the what you used to say one time when we were. Previewing the the classical, you were like the L in in in, in her name is for all the L she's she's holding oh, she's against eight. America. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that always sticks with me in regards to these games, and so, um, but yeah, it 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 was a good it was a good test for America, and uh, I think it always helps to bring out uh, the best in 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 the rival, and I think America maybe needed a little bit of of a scare coming into, uh, into the final because you can't really coast home and. And think, okay, you maybe sitting too much on cloud nine. I think they got sucker punch, and they kind of realized, okay, there's still plenty to work on. Uh, and there's a couple of players that that still need to maybe showcase a little bit more. I think Sada, Sada Luber was probably one of those players that mm-hmm. stood out, and you thought should be having a better game. Uh, and and now I, I expect her to come out guns blazing on Friday if she gets to start, uh, or if she comes off the bench. I mean, you've seen what what an impact of she has been, which is. A role I didn't really expect to see her in. But, I mean, this squad is so talented. It, it doesn't matter whether you're in the bench or you, or you make the starting 11. You feel like every single one of these players has an important role that they're comfortable even if they have to sit it out for a, a while, you know? Which is, again, one of those things that you're just like, okay, this is, this is a very cohesive unit that understands their roles. And it's, well, I mean, you see it in the celebrations. You see it post game after Chivas this is a family nonetheless so it's it's evolved from being just a team um I think these ladies I mean some of them have been playing with each other for an extensive amount I mean Jocelyn has been knowing Diana for how long right since they were uh in the youth system mm-hmm. so uh, the, these they, they have these interactions and they understand each each other and one another and so I mean, hand it—you gotta hand it to the team. They've absolutely built a very competitive squad, uh, and and it's showcased in, in these past three years. To make three consecutive final ages is no easy task by any means necessary. And so, I think it's just it, it showcases not just how good 
of a squad America has built, but the great investment that America had in building a team and having Via Campa be at the center of it and make those tactical decisions. Because his tenure has not been, let's say, sparkly, shiny, or or great. I mean, there was times where he was in the hot water. He was in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Remember with the whole fiasco between him and Kati, right? How that, that was boiling up, how that was brewing. And it was like, how are you going to do this to Kati? One of like the greatest players of the league, right? And you're benching her and you're sitting her. But he, he, he did it in a way where Kati, I think, understood eventually that she had to get herself out of her rut. And she did by doing the one thing that she knows how to do, score goals. And so, again, his tenure hasn't been the greatest in, in, in the limelight at times, but he has produced nonetheless. And I think you can't take that away from him. He's a great coach, and we're seeing it time and time again. Um, and when he, when he lost that first final, I think a lot of us were like, well, is he going to stick around? Mm-hmm. What's going to be kind of the end or deal here? Uh, he said he was committed, that he was not leaving, and that he wanted to be a champion. And boom, next season, absolutely achieves that. Now you're coming and you're defending your title. You make it to another final. And in a way, have improved from that season. Now you're thinking, okay, this guy, he might be onto something here. And I think you know, America's let him make this decisions, let him cook. Um, and for once, I I I think he is probably the best coach America has had. And I know that we've had one that wasn't that great in. Uh, Remind me his name, the Englishman? Craig, Craig Harrington. Craig Harrington, yeah. Uh, completely forgot about who his name was, but I, yeah, just terrible time. Um, but then you have Leo Poyar, who is mm-hmm. an institutional giant for uh, Mexican feminine. So, uh, but there was times when me, me and Dylan would talk about Leo Poyar, and we, we were like, maybe it's time for him to go. And it, some of some of his tactics were... Interesting to say the least. And um I, I if you want to just kind of compare and contrast, go back to the final that we beat Tigres in, which was what, 2019? Uh 2018. 2018. <laughs> and 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 just compare and contrast to the final we're gonna be playing this weekend. And you're gonna see two completely different style of footballs, two completely worlds. And I get it, it's been it's two different squads as well. I think the talent has definitely evolved. But just from the tactical perspective, um, I think Biacampa is a little bit more modern and, and understands how to orchestrate this team a little bit better than I think Goyer was at times very pragmatic, mm-hmm. very two-dimensional at times. And you kind of understood, okay, you kind of know what you're going to get with him. But with that, it's, it's, it's the fact that he, you're so transparent that sometimes teams are capable of just finding ways around that. So. Uh, yeah, I, kudos to Biacampa, and and hopefully he can continue to stay in his tenure. Do we know how much longer his contract is for? That's the tough part with this league because they never really classify exactly how long a player says. I think about for usually it's like you know like they have like two years or so, unless you know they don't get the results and then they just end up getting sacked by the sport by the sport director. But but Simi has probably got himself maybe maybe like another season or two to his name. I would not be surprised that it, 
we do happen to secure ourselves, you know, another final short name, I feel like you might get that other contract to stay even further. I think three consecutive finals. We won one so far and the potential of winning two. I think that merits a contract extension. And I, I don't think America's a fool either. I, I, mm-hmm. I think they make the right moves at the right time. Um, I'm sure that there might be interest from him. Uh, I mean, again, he's a good coach. I mean, you've seen what he did in Spain. Now what he's doing over here in Mexico. Um, so I, it'd be important for us to keep him. Uh, I, like you mentioned, this league has a way of kind of being very wishy-washy and you kind of feel like it's always a two-year extension with these contracts. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what the case is. But yeah, uh, like I said, kudos to Yacampa. And uh, I mean, I don't know. What's your take on, on, on the man himself? He's great. Like, I don't know what else to really say. I mean, I can remember like the times when he was in the hot seat. I remember where we were winning in, uh, in a Glasgow and I snapped every need. We just completely followed it. And then at that very point, all the fans were like, we want him out. That's it. Because you do not mess up in a really important Glasgow where, you know, it's right and right. Whoever wins that game, it's like they get to talk all the smack they want to say about the team. Regardless of they want to they're like, nah. In this game, it's like as if like a title is on the line, and for like him, then just you know, completely balled it at that point. Everyone's looking at him, they're like, What were you doing? Like, you just let your rivals completely beat you in like the last couple of minutes, couldn't sell the team or whatever you're doing, like just pull off the last couple of minutes. He just couldn't do this at that point. That's why he was losing the trust on many players. That you know, we go into the press conferences, he owns it to his mistake. He's like, I understand why I did. I messed up and now he's gonna like I'm gonna now move forward away from this because the game is done already. Nothing else can be done after the final whistle is blown. Move on to the next game and just focus on that. Don't focus on the past. The most he will do is yeah, I'll fix my mistakes or the next time we play against the same team. I know exactly what to do, man. You know, he's been doing his job. He really does take the time, you know, looking at film, going back to these games, looking at what is good and what he can improve, what he can improve on for the next match, and then taking consideration and then making those improvements in the errors that they committed and it's going to show right now you know we were struggling we were last season you know where we weren't doing so well against um against the teams and radio season when it came to the year time you know we beat these the semifinals completely we kept them to zero goals which is really rare to see from a DS side where you're able to keep them to zero goals for two consecutive games like that merits you right it's like this guy know what he did to shut down arguably the best team in the entire league to zero goals it's you gotta look at the guys like he knows something it's not only just the players gotta give credit to which you know they do a lot they're the reason how you can get the results you look at the person who's doing all these plans it's like this guy knows what he's doing did his homework where via camp up just really impressed completely changed my mind about it ever since like you know we had, which, since we lost the game against you, so I remember I was just really, really mad. I was just on Twitter always like, I want this man out. Why did I mean, keep the keep us? Uh, <laughs> I, I see, like, get, get out the team, but you know, proved everyone wrong, got the title. We're in three consecutive, we've been to now three consecutive files. We could potentially get ourselves another one. If he does that, he could, he, we cannot then talk smack about this man anymore. He knows what he's doing. Definitely. Earns his uh, rightful place in the uh, in the history books for America, going down as a historical and the most historical coach for America family. So, and I know I know the history is very young; it's it's very new still. Recently, right? I mean, comparison to what the men's have gone through in in 
hundred plus years to this feminine set. Uh, but it's important because it looks like this 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 league is not only here to stay, but it's here to grow. Um, and so you want to add your name in the history books. And so it's like I mentioned, important to build up to that repertoire and and, and establish yourself because this is the fundamentals that will carry you forward in, into you know twenty thirty years from now when we're looking back at this and you're like, well, it all started with Viacampa and and his great team. So we'll have to see what happens in in that sense. Um, but let's 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 talk about uh, this this final and what potentially could mean for America. Obviously, with that game against Chivas, like mentioned, the ladies kind of left it late, but ultimately getting a ticket into the next round uh, only and only because Tigres managed to score more points uh, by two, only two points is crazy. Um, they're going to be hosting the final, but nevertheless, I think it's the two giants of this season going at it. How do you feel, AJ, coming into this one? How, you're looking at this one, obviously knowing our reputation against Tigres Femenil. We beat them once in a final. We've lost against them in a final. Like this kind of feels like an opportunity for Ria Campa to get revenge, to kind of, you know, get himself on track after losing that final to Tigres and getting a chance to, okay, clean my slate here. Yeah, no, just, it's this time to, you know, make up the mistakes of what he did in that final. You know, they outscored us completely. We couldn't even get to score a single goal against Vegas, which then he also then happened to un- make his stuff in the history book and not in the, and not in the good way for being the only team in League of Mexico 70 to make it to a final where they had not scored a single goal. So to kind of have, like, that little achievement in the record books is kind of, like, not a good thing for America. And considering how, you know, this team, it's a, it's a big institution, you know, it's a big club. We demand a lot from you, from Villacampa this time. He really did make um, correct errors from that first final, that first final against Vegas Semini. Then when, then in the second season, he was able to knock down Vegas in the semifinals and then getting into Fonts and then ultimately secure the title against Pachuca. Now this time, it's like a little trip down to memory lane where it's like, it's against the team I faced before. I know these players. I know how this team is going to exactly play. And now it's time for him to finally make up for the mistake that he did back in his first season. He's against this team now. And, you know, just uh, just redeem himself now, you know, as a way to just apologize, like, in a way, it's like a positive thing. like, sorry, I couldn't do it for the first time. But here's the whole thing that I can now get it done for the second time. You know, second time can be the charm. And it's now up there via Kampa. You know, he did his homework now. He's going to be facing against the uh, giant and League Mekki 70 and Tigre 70. And now he's got the opportunity to, you know, get this um, second title for Mega for me in his tenure and overall their third title and Liga Mekki 70. So in this game, you know, it's exciting. But then at the same thing, you're also now wondering, you really hope that history does not repeat itself. And, you know, we and, and we potentially lose, I guess, this Tigre 70 side, which no one wants to ever think about. The first one thing about me is like, we're going to win this. We want to be going in this confidence. Like we got this with this team, with the caliber that this team is and the players that we have and the coach that we have and the coaching personnel that we have on this team. It's like, we can get the job done this time around. Muted. <laughs> this whole time. Sorry, my bad. I, I agree in that sense that, yeah, we can get the job done. Absolutely. I, I, I think that this is a very, like I mentioned, very talented squad with a very talented coach that understands how to 
read an opponent and kind of do his homework. You mentioned his due diligence that he did last season to knock out Tigres Femenil in the semifinals. You're thinking, okay, this time he might go into it even more so, be a little bit more refined in his details to make sure that we have kind of all our ducks in a row coming into this one. Because it's a very important first leg because you have an opportunity to do something important, to take an important lead into the Volcan, which I think is crucial for America Femenil. Um, right? It, it, I don't think a one goal difference is going to be anything to be comfortable at because you know that the Amazonas have a tendency of finding a way in in their cell, in in their stadium to get something. So I think America needs to approach this game in the utmost kind of refined way and think, okay, we have to get a good margin of goals, which they, they, they showcase, they easily can score right against anyone, to be honest on their day, they can score goals against anyone. So I really do expect them to go be heavy hitters and, and, and try to, I'm not going to say end the game in the first leg, but a good two goal question would be ideal. I'm not saying it's going to be the case because this Tigres from the inside is a good one. They tend to be good. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I think the importance here is, is what they're, what America Feminine is capable to do in the back. Because we know that they can score goals, but is can you hold a lead is, is, is my question, right? And, and you saw the deficiencies, like I mentioned against Chivas. You saw some of the, those deficiencies against Pachuca at the Azteca. Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to see a much tighter and rounder game by the defense. And you just think if they can do that and you can let the attacking trio do their thing, I feel like we can get a pretty good result at the Azteca come Friday. Yeah, I can, I can agree on that. Just, you know, it's really up to the defense really to be really cohesive and structured in this game against Vegas because Vegas is a team where they, they're they really strong on the attack. They can score goals. They know how to break the fence down. You can have as good of a defense as you possibly, but they just have to know the little, on the little crack that a defense could leave behind, and they will just completely expose that. Um, we've seen in previous teams like in this season too, like you know, against like Pachuca family, where we were playing away at Hidalgo, we were winning at first 2 0. Then, second half come, we got completely blown up 4 2 just because we were getting exposed on the left hand side completely. No one was able to sustain on Jinjia in that game. So, then you're now looking at that, like you see, that's the problem. You have to really look at those swingers that are going to be coming on the counter, coming down that side, and you need to do your very best with that player because there was occasions where they just where they just blow past our fullbacks and then we just now have to get our center backs you know try to contain this player but because we are one of our sons is being pulled away from their position that can then make way for the opposition side to come in the wing you just give the ball onto the night and the night has a clear chance of going out one on that one-on-one with with said which i said like a little bit one of the weak at times too when you leave that much basic close you know one one with you said there's not much you really could do in this case, to stop really a goal and just hope that you know that the nine just completely blunders and misses the um, shot completely. But then there's also small with the defense where we see this where Andrea Pereira, where she would dribble the ball up. She tends then to give like a short pass, whether it be to Castillo to Orejel, but then they completely 
get um get the ball taken away right from them, and then that leads immediately to a counter. Sometimes Pereira is not even able to recover because he's not able to go back in time. So that's like a mistake that we see from Pereira from time to time. That she tends to keep these short pass, you know, when they're so one of her um players in midfield, whether that be Castillo head, and she sees that there's someone right there that ready to take the ball any given moment. So I feel like with Pereira is that in that part, she just needs to um just think about if I really want to make that pass to the midfield or if need be, you know, just send a just send a long ball out to one of our wingers, whether that be Luber or Ali Golan, you know, that they can then carry the ball on and be able to then go right back um to your spot and in the box to be able to help go through this out. So I feel like if the defense can really be good in this in this first leg against these and the second leg, you can let the midfield and the attack do the thing. Then it's possible for us, and for this first leg, you know, we can get a good result. We know, um, we can trust our our midfield duo, and Odehead and Castillo who are able to really go for that ball, tackle, recover the ball, and even be able to then, you know, orchestrate an attack by by going forward. We can see that in our attack with the Nati, with Luber, Nati Marion, Arigol, Kiana, Kat, they can get the job done. If you let them, if you give them the ball, you know, they can do their own thing. They're able to then, you know, create themselves opportunities for their other, for um, got to your fiance for the goal, so that's fine. So I feel like what really comes down to this game, if the defense is good, I feel like everyone else can then be comfortable. It's like, all right, if the defense is structured, structured, they're in the zone, everyone's got each other's back, we got we got our each other's back, so we can do our own thing and we can then also push through that important result that we need in the first leg at the Aseca before Going to the I think you put it perfectly in that sense. I, it, yeah, I mean, you, you have to look at, at what the midfield is able to do and hold. And like you mentioned, let the front three do their thing. They're more than capable of it and tidy up those little mistakes, right? In the defensive back line. And should be should be an interesting game all around. I, I expect both teams kind of going toe to toe. And I think that's how you have to approach this game in America from there. You can't really give them that much respect you can't give them that much space i think you have to kind of go at them attack them kind of from the get-go and put them put them in uncomfortable positions so that you can thrive off of them um and we'll see i'm curious to hear what your predicting lineup is going to be for for friday so if all goes to current plan we'll you know have Ethan gonzalez at goalkeeper left back if Nikki Hernandez is healthy and good to go to replace Luna on that side, and then we'll just probably swap over Luna into the right back opposition where she's usually at, but they can um, play on both sides, either on the left or the right. So if healthy, I'll put Nikki on the left. If not, I'll still keep with um, Luna on the left. Our center back duel, it will be consistent of Canelo Rodriguez and Andrea Pereira. I feel like they do a really good job in complementing one another in that position. Kimberly Rodriguez, I'll stick with her on the right back side too. If you really want to, you could switch over with Kenny Rodriguez on the right side and put him in the center back position. But I feel like, you know, they did their job um well enough throughout the league year where you can just, you know, keep in that same spot. I'll still keep myself with Aurelica Sin, Justin Orhel as our midfield. Those two players are really capable of doing everything on their own as, as you don't really need another midfielder in that position. Um, I'll then have myself going with uh, Kiana Palacios on the left, actually, Star Luber on the right, and then I want to go with, up front with Alison Gonzalez and Kathy Martinez. So, in this case, I feel like we'll probably play a similar formation to what we did against Chivas and all 4 2 2 2 formation. Or if not, if you're looking at this case, it's like a 4 it's like a four, four, 2 formation for America. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is a four-two-two-two because mm-hmm. you see, uh, our midfield is is a little bit more kind of dropped in that sense, and Yana and definitely Kiana and and if Sada does play, they have the tendency to kind of come in. Um, definitely Kiana though she she likes to get into the box, mm-hmm. so I, I I yeah definitely see it like that. It's a strong lineup, regardless. I I like it. Um. It's impressive. Like I mentioned, right? You, you're looking at Sara Lubert if she does start to kind of shake it off. Well, you know, the little rusty game she had against Chivas. She's been absolutely phenomenal. And you want her to continue to be like that. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully she can showcase uh, Kiana is in great form, right? I, I love the little tribute she did to Cotamo Blanco. Did you see the video of America that they posted? Her talking to Cotamo Blanco and, and all that stuff. Yeah. That was nice. It was very nice. Um, and yeah, I, I'm really looking at Allison too. I, I I want her to to be detrimental in this game. I think she's 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 got a goal in her. I know she's got a goal in her in this leg. I I I feel it. I, I think she's capable, and and I really truly do feel like she could be kind of the talisman for this game as well next to Kati. Uh, and I mean I know this, I, this game has to mean so much for Kati, right? Going up against Tigres. Uh, her time there, the Campeonato she wants with 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 them over there, and now her trying to edge and, and and make a name for herself in America history. So it's crazy. It's crazy to 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 think of all the narratives that circulate in this game, make it for that much more of a spectacular matchup. The only thing I I, I don't like and I hate is the fact that we have a Friday and a Monday game. Yeah, I was I was kind of pushing for like you know a Thursday Sunday being like yes yeah. like for the Ligias, but then it's like Monday. It's like I mean, it's a Monday. I mean, you're still gonna get a really big showing at the Volcan, but it's like, it would have been way better on the Sunday. You know, everyone's at home. You know, they're off from work mostly. They can get to the game, but then they have it on a Monday. It's like yes, you're still gonna get the show, but it's just like on or like a yeah, it's, it's just, everyone's like at work. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wish they would you know give justice to the family and, and give them the weekend they deserve it right I, it, look it's prime time and i know that they have the stupid repechaje going on or whatever they want to call it this time the play in uh, they want to be the nba so badly um still i, I would have loved to showcase this game on a thursday night and on on, on a sunday night could you imagine america family on a thursday thanksgiving would have been amazing. Oh, that, that, that would have been perfect. All 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 the families got together, good mm-hmm. good eats, and then you could just sit down and then and then watch like last man. That would that would have been absolutely. Wonderful. But um look, ideally you want a good result at the Azteca. For you, what does that mean, AJ? What what does America Feminine have to do in order to secure a good result at home coming into the Volcan? What's your prediction? I really want to go into thinking, you know, I want to go for that two goal difference in the, if it can be three, that will be spectacular. But then come against like, you know, a team side, it's not often you could really score that many goals and capitalize on the errors they made because you know, they're not really as prone to errors when it comes to the year time. Very rarely do they make errors this time around. They have struggled against some of all um, these teams. You know, Pumas, they almost gave them this year in that quarterfinal and the same fight. They actually really gave them a really t- a tough fight. Until you know, it really took for that goal in like you know in the last ten minutes of do something. When Medica Feminine, you know, 
we beaten this team before. We held them down to zero goals where we frustrated them for the whole 180 minutes where they just could not do anything, where they had to rely on one player and Jack Gilby try to do everything because everyone else was locked down completely. They just could not do that. So for America, for me to get this result, they just need the pressure on Deus. We've seen from this regular season that when you pressure Deus that we need, especially the new coach, the guy, Emilio Martinez, they do not generally know what to do. You know, the coach kind of looks clueless at times. Doesn't even make the right subs at the right time. And even when she does it, at make the subs at the right time, which is rare. She sends subs out the wrong players and put in players that, you know, they're not even the preferred position or trying to, you know, switch like play styles up when they're trying to look for that goal. Like for make up Femini, really, it's just the pressure on the Stiga Femini sides. You put in all that pressure like we did in that regular se- in that in the regular season match when we scored our first goal. You know, we were piling that pressure. We we're breaking down the Stiga's defense, which we definitely can. Once you get past that um that brick wall defense they have, you go against Gile Santiago, you got yourself a really good chance at scoring a goal. So it's really important for America Femini, you know, just be on the attack always, pressure this team as much as you possibly can force Deus to commit an error in that mid because you can get a counterattack going. If you can even get your players like got like got the Alison Gonzalez, you know, get the ball away from their fullbacks and then see what like Alison Gonzalez can like what she did to um to Jackson Rodriguez to Blanca Felix, how she was able to go by those players with ease. You know what got you know if you leave her open completely, she's gonna punish you by getting a shot right on you. So I feel like it's just really important for everyone for this team to just, you know, not only be well defensively, which I'm looking at our back four, you know, they really need to be intact throughout the full 90 minutes. They really cannot commit, make themselves commit like these silly errors, you know, Andrea Pereira, where playing like a short pass in the midfield and ends up getting taken away. Or, you know, with Dice Gonzalez, where it comes to our clears, it's like if you really need to clear the ball, just send it down midfield. Don't try to don't try to lob past one of your fullbacks to protect it and lose it. And then it comes into a throw for the other team. Just don't do that. You got clear, clear that ball out. It's fine. Our midfield, just, you know, you just got to do everything you possibly can to stop that midfield for even getting past um, our own midfield and even get to the final four. And then just for our attack, you know, we can give our ball, if we can get our ball to our front four at this point, we can be confident and just know what they do. Just, you know, if, you know, if you're not seeing like double team, it's okay. Pass that ball right out because we've seen from time to time, sometimes to get a little bit frustrated as you know when she really wants to score, but she really can't. It just has to, you know, be that playmaker for that team, you know, pass that ball. If you're getting completely um, surrounded by the other team, you know, just either going to either have one of our midfielders come in play, whether that be like that speed or just to come help her out, pass the ball around, out and just pass it off, you know, Uber or someone else just so they can get that side going. So really for our makeup, for me, just play the usual game that they've been doing, pressure this the this side, force us to commit errors and capitalize on those errors and then score those goals. I would love a uh, good, you know, a score of like, you know, 3-1 maybe. If not, we potentially do it maybe 2-0. I'll still be happy with a two-goal lead. Despite us, you know, it could be one of the most deceiving leads in football, but if you do have a 2-0 lead at home, it's a good lead that to bring with you to the Volcan. Yeah. For me, I would absolutely love a clean sheet. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm always a stickler for those type of things. We haven't had too many of those this season. Um, <laughs> we have a tendency of giving up at least a goal, uh, which, I mean, I get it. You're winning by some big margin. Sometimes you kind of relax and think, okay, it's fine, and concede one or two. But I think this is the game where you have to be at 
your utmost tightest in the back. Um, and like you mentioned, you, you're, you're capable of scoring goals. I have no doubt about it that they can score at least two. But it's making sure, like you mentioned, those mistakes are cleaned up and you, you find a way to kind of be tight about it. Um, I'm going to go and I just talked highly about a clean sheet, but I'm going to one. I know that's risky, but still, I, I, I think. I think we're capable of scoring again in the Volcan. And, and you said it yourself, I think we at Campa is if, if he goes into the Volcan having only a one goal margin of a lead, I, I, I think he's going to be really picky on how he kind of picks his squad for the second leg and how he orchestrates them to, to play in that second leg. And I think we're going to see a much more tighter, much more organized and much more kind of cautious America, which then will open up space for for them on the counterattack, which we have speed. We have the opportunity to get them on that counter. Of course, if Tigres is desperate for a goal. So I'm going to one. Um, and then obviously we'll see what happens in the second leg. We still can't really tell, but hopefully they're capable of t- doing what is needed to get the result against uh, um, Tigres in, in the Volcan. So I'm excited. I'm excited just as much as I am nervous. Um, and we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful for a good game for both ends. Uh, but look, at the end of the day, if it's an ugly one and America wins, I'm still just as happy. So we'll see what happens. Uh, these games are going to be broadcasted through VIX, correct? Yes, they'll be on VIX. If the first game will be on YouTube, on America Family's YouTube channel, they're going to be the home team. If not, if you want commentary, you also go on VIX for the second leg. You can then catch on Tika's Family's Facebook page where they've been hosting all the games throughout all the... Um, for the whole for the season, and then if now you could also catch it on. Well, would have loved it if Tunisia would have passed this game, at least the final, right? Yeah, Very I would nice. love for it to be. Uh, I mean, I would love for it to be on cable. But considering like how most games nowadays have most been on the only time they probably get mixed up matches would be on like Fox. Even yeah. like I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on that though. So. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I agree. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys get that Vic subscription back up and running for at least this one week. Um, would have been cool if they had like a Black Friday sale, right? We just get it for like a dollar a month or something. Just do it for oh, that, that oh, one that, month. Oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be wonderful, dude. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and look, guys, don't worry. Make sure you guys go over to our Twitter page. AJ's gonna have you guys covered up to date, top to bottom, both Friday and Monday. Um. Stay tuned for the gifts. Stay tuned for the videos. Stay tuned for the reactions. I mean, he's got an absolutely amazing coverage, and I just gotta give a hand it to you. Your your work has been impeccable, and I don't speak for it. Uh, uh, the ladies themselves that play for America speak. I mean, you get interactions all the time. You get tweets. Uh, you get retweets. You get likes. Um, just amazing job. I remember. Um. This is for those of you who don't, I don't think we've ever told this story before, but AJ, there was a time where, um, we had, what was her name? We called her blue because of her hair. Um, she, she DM'd you saying that she wanted the gift that you had just made of her. So you sent her through and, you know, she was very excited. She was very happy about it. So your work, I mean, impeccable speaks for itself right there. And and the interaction with the ladies were just amazing. I, I, one day we're going to have them on here. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk to them and I'm going to ask them what it feels like to get online and, and, and see uh, their goals, their videos and their reactions, all that stuff being liked and retweeted by everyone. So great job, man. Absolutely great job. And uh, hopefully, 
Hopefully the ladies win it just because I I, I know what much it would mean to you. Please, man. Look, ever since I joined the podcast, you know, unfortunately I haven't gotten the men's team to win a chip yet, but we got but we got America for me to win the chip. You know, for them to get a second down makes me happy. I would it would be a American that's perfect twenty twenty three if both the men and women's team can win the chip. But hey, if America for me just wins it again, then. So be I. I will be just happy. You know, we won something at the very end of the year. So all that matters, we won something. I mean, what a complete year for America Family, if that's the case. I mean, 2023, two-time, two, two-time champion. Uh, just impressive by all means and by all counts. So like I mentioned, it could be the start of a legacy here. So let's, let's hope for the best. And let's, let's hope that uh, they're capable of doing just that. Uh, AJ, anything else before we kind of wrap it up here? Um, don't think I got anything else. Just really looking forward to another final. You know, Medigan versus is gonna be a really fun one. It's gonna have everyone on the edge of the seat, but um, someone someone's gonna win it though. Really wants to be America Feminino. That's why I want to see at the very end. America Feminine champions once again. Become um us. That's what I would love to see for this team. Absolutely, back to back championships. What an impressive uh what an impressive landmark if, if we're capable of achieving that. And I, I'm utmost confidence that these ladies are more than capable of doing so. So shout out to the ladies. Uh, impressive season so far. And, you know, all you got to do is win two more games and crown yourselves champions yet again. Get to bathe in glory just, just that much more. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys up to date. Like I mentioned, make sure you guys go follow us at Eagle Eye Podcast over on Twitter, um, Instagram, and Trust me, we're going to get you guys covered on all things uh, America Feminine in this final. We'll be back next week to talk America, not just America Feminine, but the men's as well as we get closer to figuring out who we're going to be playing in that quarterfinal of the Liga. So a lot of America stuff happening in and around the world. We just got a Barcelona game that we got confirmation for the next month in Dallas. I mean, so much to talk about. And so we're excited to uh, to kind of unfold all of that and, and, and talk to you guys in regards to that aspect but aj thank you so much my man for coming on and and making this a possibility um i hope in the near future we get to do this against more and if america family wins i'd love to sit down pick your brain and celebrate of course looking forward to it all righty man well you guys have a wonderful night you guys have an amazing and great thanksgiving aj i hope you and your family have an amazing one and we'll be back next week to talk all things blue america with that said like you mentioned Take care. It won't be safe. And as always, Arriba America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.